Welcome back to the Mysterious Incidents Podcast, a podcast where we take a dive headfirst into strange, unsolved crime and wicked urban legends. I'm your host, Ella Harwood. Today, we're going to be discussing the crimes of one of the most well-known serial killers, Jack the Ripper. Let's get right into it. Beginning in 1888, in the early hours of August 31st, the first of Jack the Ripper's five victims is found on Bucks Row in Whitechapel, London, UK. Her name was Mary Ann Nichols, aged 42. She was a divorced mother of five kids, who was known to have a drinking problem, as well as engaging in casual sex work when she was murdered. Post-mortem revealed several injuries, including two deep cuts to the throat, both of which had penetrated down to the spine, as well as abdominal injuries. There were no witnesses and no evidence left at the scene. A week later, on September 8th, a street resident stumbled upon the body of Annie Chapman. She was found on the steps of 29 Hanbury Street at 6 a.m. Her throat had been slit in the same way Mary Ann Nichols had been, twice, and through to the spine. Annie was also engaging in sex work after her husband had passed. There were two possible witnesses to the crime, Elizabeth Long and Albert Kadosh. Elizabeth said that about 30 minutes before Annie's body was found, she saw Annie with a man at the entrance to apartment number 29. About 10 minutes later, after Elizabeth claimed she saw Annie with this man, Albert, who lives at apartment number 27, said he heard some sort of a struggle. He said he heard her say, no, and then heard a thud. Now, apparently noise was common at apartment number 29, so he thought nothing of it. And then just 20 minutes later, Annie's mutilated body was found. Moving forward, on September 30th, Jack the Ripper seemed to have a very busy night. This was the night of the double homicide. First was a woman named Elizabeth Stride, who was found on Burner Street at 1 a.m. She came from Sweden and was also doing sex work. Elizabeth was seen by many witnesses on the night of her death, and it's believed that Jack the Ripper was actually interrupted while murdering her, as she was seen at 12.55 a.m. This means that he must have had to work very quickly in order to not get caught. Later, at 1.45 a.m., the body of Catherine Eddowes was found in Meter Square, which was only two miles away from Elizabeth's ride. Like those who came before her, her throat was cut to the spine, and her abdomen was cut open. Unusually, Jack seemingly decorated her body with the organs, wrapping her intestines around her and removing her kidney and uterus. Witnesses saw her only 10 minutes before her body was found, meaning once again that the killer worked quickly and efficiently, leading investigators to believe that he had surgical or medical experience. By November 9th, 1888, Jack the Ripper's killing spree came to an end, but not until after he brutally murdered 25-year-old Mary Jane Kelly. At 4 a.m., Two people living in close proximity to Mary heard screams of murder, but this was common apparently, and they ignored it. At 11.45 a.m., Mary's landlord sent his assistant to recover Mary's rent arrears, 
but when he peered through the window, he saw her body strewn across her bed, mutilated beyond recognition. Her breasts had been cut off, as had her thighs. Her organs had been removed and placed around the room, and her throat had been cut all the way to the bone. It was the most horrific of all the Whitechapel murders. After the discovery of Mary Jane Kelly, Jack the Ripper seemingly never struck again. There are several theories about what happened to the killer, such as being apprehended for a different crime or even moving to a different country. So that's just the storyline of Jack the Ripper in a nutshell. So now that you have that information, let's get into the suspects. There are many theories of who Jack the Ripper was. However, nobody was ever arrested for these brutal crimes. One of the most popular theories is that Jack the Ripper was Karl Fiegenbaum, a German merchant sailor. He was reportedly known to be a psychopath who once admitted to mutilating women and even his very own lawyer believed that he was Jack the Ripper. Records prove that Fiegenbaum was working in Whitechapel on every single day of the five Jack the Ripper murders in London's East End. Fiegenbaum was executed by electric chair after being found guilty of killing Juliana Hoffman after moving to America in 1890. Experts said that there were striking similarities between Hoffman's murder and the Jack the Ripper killings in London. There are a few theories out there that Jack the Ripper is H.H. Holmes, who was hanged for his crimes in 1896 for having a mansion of murder. This is mostly because the timelines completely match up and also H.H. Holmes was just a madman, alike Jack the Ripper. If you want to hear more about H.H. Holmes' story, which is a very long and interesting one, let me know in the comments. Alright, so that's a wrap on episode 4 of the Mysterious Incidents podcast. Jack the Ripper is a famously known case. I mean, I don't think I've ever met someone who doesn't know of Jack the Ripper. Based on the time that these events occurred, which was about 135 years ago, it's hard to say if we'll ever really know who Jack the Ripper is, as the evidence is so old, I don't even know where it would be right now. Once again, thank you so much for tuning into my episode of the Mysterious Incidents podcast. Next episode, we'll be discussing another interesting and spooky true crime case. Make sure to keep an eye out for upcoming episodes on Spotify and Transistor. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and don't forget to leave a review. <laughs>